0: the skin of hr geiger the bones of an fps and the blood of a puzzle game today on I'm sorry guys. Was that too much? Was that a little too graphic for you, Jake?
1: <laughs> you know, after this week's game and seeing Char go through it, nothing's too much anymore. Nothing's too graphic. We all want right, all so the we
2: want all the juicy details. <laughs> it's got the, the juicy, it's got meaty, the yeah, gory. gory details. It's gory. Gory, gory details is it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so I am Werewolf uh, tonight I am, host- I am hosted. I am hosted. I am joined. I'm sorry. I'm a little brain fried tonight. I apologize. Um, I am joined by the ever charming Chard Monk.
2: Hi, that's me. And the- I, you know what? I, hold on. I just uh, got on Amazon and I got my HR Geiger juicer. I'm really excited <laughs> to get it.
0: And the loudest Canadian it exists in, Sick Jake.
1: How can you hear me tucked all the way up north of me? Honestly, I don't know We're actually above you. yeah. So That's we can he hear said.
0: you up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we are not joined by Sinistar or GP tonight. GP uh, said he was attempting cordless bungee jumping. I hope it hope he goes okay for him and uh do we know where sinistar is
1: i think
2: sinistar yeah i know is where he for... is oh okay go for it what do you got
1: okay. i know exactly where is. he let me know ahead of time guys he is currently rolling an old crt up a hill trying to finish mario brothers one his favorite <laughs> goddamn game
0: is it and one of the? Well. are you sh- are we sure no. it's a crt and not a projection like a rear projection because those are the ones that had wheels <laughs>
1: No, it's a whatever the heaviest damn TV set he can find. He's rolling up that hill. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: you ever tried to roll one of those over something that was not smooth ground?
1: Oh, oh we had I one of like... those, um, war model CDs, like...
2: yeah. Yeah, I feel like we need to give Sinistar a due date or he's going to start getting docks and points. <laughs>
1: well, to be fair, <laughs> Wolf hasn't finished Fester's quest either.
0: <laughs> so. This is true. I have not had a lot of time to get to the PC lately, unfortunately, um, but the wife and I have come up with a schedule for that, so that that w- that should be changing in the
2: next week. I'm less disappointed in Wolf than I am Sinistar, though, so that's... <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Apparently, my uh, the light on my Wolf has decided to run low on battery, so it uh, changed color back there. Anyway, <laughs> to- <laughs> tonight we're talking about... Uh, the recent release, Scorn, if you weren't able to tell by the thumbnail or title, is Scorn.
2: Scorn. Not with a P. <laughs> scorn. Yes. Yeah, Not with a P. I was looking up the wrong stuff. I was <laughs> like, you guys really want to talk about this? Is this okay for YouTube? Oh, Scorn. With a, We're with sorry, a Scorn. No. Sorry, Scorn. I'm sorry, you Scorn.
0: And uh, I I do believe Chard has been chomping at the bit for this game for quite some time.
2: I have been actually. I was really excited to play it, um, and I'm I think I'm one of the few people that its expectations were met. So, you know what I
0: I don't want to say that I'm disappointed in the game. I'm more disappointed <laughs> in myself, and uh, I will explain that in a bit. Fair. Um, but yeah, this I. I, d- I will say that I'm glad I didn't purchase this game because I didn't get very far. That's no. not for lack of trying.
2: I'm the only but... one that's going to be like, go get this game. I think it's cool. But I'm be <laughs> says, well, no, no, no. I
0: don't think it's <laughs> yeah. not cool. Hmm. The, uh, artistically, I think Scorn is beautiful. It's all designed based around the, the art style of H.R. Geiger, right?
2: Very much. There's another and... artist whose name I cannot for the life of me Attempt to pronounce I'd have to take my tongue out and put it in backwards, or I just know how to, p- how to pronounce this person's name. Could not like tell five Z's in it. it. It's crazy, it's got a lot of Z's and Y's, and he's not even yeah. Polish. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: yeah, try. yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: we want to give I, him credit. I, I cannot pronounce it? <laughs> it, but the last name is Beksinski. Uh, okay.
1: Kaczynski,
0: type. Kaczynski, there we go. The first name yeah. starts with. We'll spell the first name. Z d z i s l a w.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm inclined
0: guy. to pronounce it Zadislav, but that's probably incorrect.
2: He's probably super Polish, and I'm gonna get fucking railed for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean to a degree so is my brother uh we have different fathers and he is of polish descent but
1: uh <laughs> <read for> <laughs> ask him how he pronounces it
2: yeah maybe yeah I, maybe it's I an innate ability like know. you're just born with it maybe it's maybe um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's polish because his <laughs> maybe it's poboline
0: i mean to be fair his last name is still because when his family moved to the u.s they were like yeah we can't pronounce Shehevich. So, your last name is still now.
2: Congratulations. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, um, yeah, this... I I thought this game looked awesome. I didn't know about this game before Chard started talking about it. So, I was excited to play it. I'm glad I have it on Game Pass because, like I said, I didn't get very far. Um, so, Chard, I tip my cap to you because... Uh,
2: only took us three days. Holy
0: shit! That was it bad? Yeah, and I wouldn't say I, it probably would have taken me a lot longer.
2: Over. Very short days. I think I'd, I put like maybe an hour or two in between each one. So it was yeah you... yeah it wasn't that long. Like five I'm hours, I think keep... you said, "Chard to beat it." I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. what Xbox Live says. It says like five hours to beat, and then I think we got around. that. I think we finished around that time.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> I. Let's let's start with my experience, I guess. I tried to play this and so I purposely didn't watch Chard's playthrough because I was like, okay, I'm excited. I like a good puzzle game. I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna have fun. And then I got stuck rather immediately. And so I was like, all right, let me go check Chard's video because I know he <laughs> got further than this. I know he so I went and checked it and I was like, oh my God, it was that simple. So I proceeded. And another 15, 20 minutes later, I was stuck again. And I was like, oh my God, I've been playing for an hour. And I've done like 15 minutes of charts video. I just, I can't do this.
2: <laughs> In your yeah. defense, when we first played it, I played it on, on Twitch. I played it the day it came out. And though my computer was just bogging, and it wasn't bogging because of the game, it was bogging for other stupid reasons. I thought it was the game and I was so upset with it bogging that I got lost and I got stuck and I couldn't figure out what to do. So I kind of threw up the excuse of, well, this is bogging too hard. Let's play something else. Even though I really wanted to keep going, but I was like, I I think this thing is tanking my PC. And then we played something like totally low and it was still bogging. So I found out it was something else. I even came back to it to see if we could figure out where to go. But I was like, nah, I promised you guys we'd play something else. So we didn't. And then, I restarted it for the YouTube playthrough, and I found
1: I found what I was looking for, to quote you ah. two. So, I mean, I, I watched you stream that first day, and I still got lost in the first 15 minutes of the game. Yeah. Like, to start with, in this game, to get right into it, there's, a, there's basically these terminals, these fleshy orifices you jam your fist into. And the first terminal I came across, I knew you had to stick your hand into it. And I kept trying, and, it, and the game would just pull your hand up. You'd look at it, and it, and nothing. And I'm like, well, I know Chard is shoving his fist into things. What am I doing wrong? I tried positioning myself left, right, back. Nothing was working. Ten minutes later, I realized, oh, idiot, go to the left. There's another thing you shove your fist into, and you get this flesh key. And then that key lets you go and open up a terminal. So I got stuck in the first 15 minutes. I didn't even get to the orb puzzle. Which is what I know is probably, well, you probably got stuck on. I know Charm was stuck on it on stream for a while. That orb puzzle. Are you talking about the
0: dude in the egg? Mm -hmm. Yeah. After that,
1: yeah. Is that the grabber claw? Yeah, yeah.
0: I got stuck on not the egg. I got stuck after I had his arm. That's where I got stuck. I could not for the life of me figure out. And I ran past that thing and didn't realize I needed to use it. I, I was it, so I was just dumb. Um, no,
2: you weren't dumb because I ran right by it too. I didn't know it was there until I accidentally was like, "I'm going to look at this," and I was just going somewhere else. And I stepped up, and then all this shit happened. And I went, "Really? That's all I needed to do was get closer to this thing for it to activate." That's okay. That's how it's going to be.
1: Maybe you have tried to explain this sequence. We're talking about this guy in the egg, and this, then that sequence. Just to explain to people what actually is scorn. I think you sum it up by explaining that sequence with the guy.
0: Yeah, I think this is a good puzzle to go over that isn't too spoilery mm-hmm, and yeah. will let us set the stage for this game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you want me to? You want me to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like right.
0: you. Well, I mean, I can start on it. I did you... it twice.
2: I did it twice because so, <laughs> I did it on stream and then I did it again for YouTube. So. Um, so basically, what this is, is it's a it's a claw game. It's a sideways claw game. And if you guys remember, Sinistar brought this up when we were talking about it. He hates these puzzles. But when we were younger, you have those square puzzles that have the blocks in it, right? And I think the blocks were typically numbered. And there was always yeah. one blank space for the block. Yeah. And you had to switch the blocks around to get the numbers in the right sequence. That's how you solved the puzzle. This is essentially that... With mm-hmm. to no information at all, I don't even know why I'm doing this. It just seems like the thing to do, yeah, so so you're trying to get there's two lit egg rocks. We'll just call them that. <laughs> <laughs> there's two lit egg rocks that you're trying to get into the grabbing arms area. So you're side clawing these things and moving them around. Now, of course, the tracks are broken, so you can't just slide them over. You have to reposition everything to get them in the right spot. So. It, it, it's it's just and again, there's no information as to why anyone is doing anything we're doing in Scorn, Um and you're just trying to get this egg guy out. Am I okay to tell spoilers? Like, are we okay to say what happened? in the So we're only like talking puzzle? about the first
1: 15 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, we can, so I think, we can honestly, talk honestly, about this, safe.
2: I think I, Yeah. So that's okay, cool. So you, take, so you take one of the egg things, you put it in there, you're like, ha-ha, I'm a genius. That wasn't that hard. And the claw thing <laughs> grabs it and then splits it in half and kills the thing inside of it and then drops its dead body to the ground. You're not done. You have to get another one. So there's another one in there, but it's connected to two pieces, mind you. Some of these are connected sideways to two pieces. Some of them are single rocks. One of them is a four rock that's off in the corner. That's very deceiving. Um, and you have to slide this two piece that's up and down together, and it has to be on two tracks at the same time, with nothing in its way. So there it is. Yeah. So you got it on the thing. So so you're grabbing this thing and you're trying to move it over. And you're trying to get this stupid egg guy out. So when you finally do, after 15 minutes of beating your head against the wall, you get the egg thing, it grabs it, it cracks off the bottom piece, it picks this thing up, it puts it in an elevator, and it drops it down on the ground. Then you hear all this gurgling and garbling and muttering and whatever the heck it is. And you come to find that it's a humanoid thing. I come to find out that <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the lower forms of life in this world. I did a little more digging and researching so I can try to explain some of the stuff that's going on. So apparently these guys are like the lowest form of humanoid in this dystopian world that you live in and they're they're slaves. They basically just make them do crap. And they're born into these egg (laughs) things. So you have to get this guy to help you get into this next area. So he drops down into a a little chute and you pick him up and you put him in a cart, essentially a grocery cart where the baby seats in or stroller. Yeah. Or a stroller. Even better. I called called it. I called it the mobile bidet because it, you know, <laughs> look like a shitter on wheels, but it didn't, whatever.
1: On brand, yeah. So
2: you're wheeling, yeah. So you're, so you're wheeling this guy, hopefully sponsored, and you put him over this claw thing that looks like a deformed duck beak. And you go over and you press this button, and it comes down. And I don't know what it does, but it, the thing starts screaming <laughs> bloody murder. With mind yeah. you, yeah, it like scoops him, right?
0: it looked like it it, well the initial thing that you put on him looked like it stamped him with something that could be picked up by another machine
2: i thought it was that or they were cracking the egg a little more so that you can like release him easier or whatever
0: right no i i think it was a you're probably right
2: with the with the grabber yeah okay so so mind you you're in a room with tracks right and you can you press you go up on top of this tower and you can look down on the tracks and see a full 360 of this whole area that you're in and you can adjust the tracks to go wherever you want and there's like three or four different entrances that you could do some of them are blocked some of them aren't as obvious as some of the other ones but <clears throat> being me and apparently non-explorative which is very unusual for me <laughs> um i decided to go down one track <laughs> so go down the track now mind you i've seen this because a streamer way back when when scorn was still very beta very alpha was playing this game and i think i remember part of this puzzle when he was doing this you wheel this guy into what it looks like it looks like an ice cream scoop it looks like a hr yeah. geiger ice cream scoop machine right so you wheel this dude in to with his bidet and all and you park his ass and then this little claw hand this little two-fingered claw hand comes over and you guide it and it picks him up and it drops him into said ice cream scoop chair. It's a chair with this scoop thing that's sticking out, right? And um, you're getting to it. I see you fast forward into it. So, (laughs) So you then go back over and you get on this terminal. Mind you, everything requires your fingers to be inserted into them to operate them. That's not weird. But whatever no, gets the job all. done. No, maybe <laughs> maybe their fingers are cold there. I don't know. I'm not asking questions. <laughs> so, so you you operate this terminal, and this ice cream scoop from hell comes down, and literally scoops this thing out of its shell. But it doesn't do it gently or kindly. No, it is he, very no. visceral. You yeah. kill him. You essentially he very much kill him.
0: Screams for ice cream.
2: Yes. and and then the scoop the scoop destroys this poor creature and literally throws it in a trash chute right next to it but what's left is this creature's arm on the table so what do you do what any self-respecting humanoid creature in a dystopian world would do you scoop it up you scoop that arm up and you're running with this hand this limp ass hand as you're going through the area then there's another puzzle that you were involved in. I don't know if you want me if you want me to keep going, or you want me to talk about the other way, the other no, way you let's... can do this, or we can go on to the next thing. It's totally up to you guys.
1: Well, because the thing with this this part here is you get a chivo for doing this and scooping him out and, and getting the arm, but there is for this particular puzzle a second way of doing it where you don't have to kill your baby, which apparently nobody really does. Everybody does it the ice cream scoop way because the other way is a bit more convoluted. From what I read, you have to hop him in a cart adjust the rails and kind of do a roundabout way to a buzzsaw room and the saw will just take his arm i guess
0: so the term buzzsaw is being generous here this thing is not in like a blade (laughs) it's It's, (laughs) this thing is probably about this wide Mm -hmm. and that it's got teeth that just layered over each other so it's not so much sawing as it is chewing through this poor guy's arm.
2: <laughs> it's rough.
0: I, I yeah. can't imagine what sounds you hear when that's happening, because I didn't do that. I did the ice well,
2: cream <laughs> too. I think I watched but, something. And honestly, I think what it does is it removes him out of his shell because he walks around with you and then right. you can get him to get the key. And then he, <laughs> This isn't any better. I think he'd rather just die, to be honest with you. (laughs) He'll go up to the terminal, and he sticks his hand in. Remember, this is a lower life form, okay? He sticks his hand in the terminal. He unlocks the thing. Then he falls down, and he's basically uh, hanging on the terminal like this, looking at you as you turn the terminal on and open the door, and you just leave him there. (laughs) And he's just hanging there. He's like, rr, rr, and you're like, peace, bitch, I'm <laughs> out. Rr, 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 rr. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Later. Have, have a great day. You know? Hey, how thanks. Thanks, bud.
1: How different would the plot to the Matrix be if that was Neo? <laughs> you fish him out of the pod, yeah. and the only reason they want him is Morpheus wants him to put a key in his hand, and they just leave him in the lock dangling, just dangling there, and they and move on with the rest of the movie. That's, thanks, that's like, Yano. Yeah, great job. Do you
0: want the bone saw or the ice cream scoop? Let's
1: <laughs> show you how far the scoop digs.
2: Wow. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's the that's first the score, like scored. major puzzle of the game. That's yeah. scored in a nutshell. But it gets so much better, worse, I better.
0: I I read that a lot of puzzles throughout the game have multiple ways to solve them, just like that one,
2: hmm.
0: which is interesting. I. So I, I skipped ahead and I watched you beat the game. And then I was curious, OK, does this game have multiple endings? Because that ending left me thinking that there should be. There is not. Yeah. There's the made, one I, ending. I, so, I made a note of that on the <laughs> Which is, <laughs> it's it's interesting how puzzles throughout the game have multiple solutions, but there's just the one ending.
2: Yeah, me, me and Jake were both like, there's got to be more to it than this. <laughs> I
1: well, before that. we spoil, nope. before we get to spoiler territory, we should yeah, back we'll... up a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, um... I, j-
0: I just wanted to talk about the multiple solutions to puzzles.
2: I mean, the ending's fantastic. It's super <laughs> <awesome>. esoteric, <laughs> very esoteric, very. <laughs> I,
1: I had one question to ask because I, I watched basically your the first day of playthrough, Chard, and uh, then I watched the ending, and I tried playing a little bit myself, and I couldn't get anywhere, much like Jimmy or Wolf. Sorry. That's fine.
0: I no, I use my name all the time.
1: That his name is Keith.
2: Trevor. (laughs) Trevor. That's what it was. My bad.
1: All right, Brad. Keith Stone. (laughs) Keith Stone. Uh yeah. So I mean, well, I watched the beginning, and as cool as the graphical style is, and I respect the hell out of the design decision. This is the first game from Ebb Studio or Ebb Software is the name of the company. It's the first game they've done. And I like how they embraced Geiger style like a hundred percent. They they dive right into the whole style. But the one thing I felt was lacking was lacking was there's no music really in this game, right? There is, but it's it's, it's more ambience. It's less yeah, like okay, da, da, it's, da, da, amb- da, it's it's
2: more hmm. Yeah,
0: it's very much ambient music mixed in with uh ambient sounds. Right
2: more than some, it is there is some high stress noises and music that they make towards <laughs> the end like when you get to the last citadel area there's actually quite a bit of
0: yeah again, I noticed... it's
2: all ambient but it's very like it's louder you can hear it really well
0: yeah okay. it's louder and it sounds a little bit more uh purposeful because of what you're leading up to toward the end so mm. you're getting more uh more of a music than an ambient music but it still has that sort of same feel at the end but mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. those, those scenes where it kind of goes cutscene and you lose a little bit of control and it's all intended to be very direct movement. Mm-hmm. The music becomes more music at those points, which I thought was neat, right. but uh, there is, there's usually some sort of notes playing in the background. Yeah. However long right. and droning and quiet they may be.
2: It's very, it's that <laughs> same. It, we We always talk about it when we play the scary stuff. It's that oppressive kind of over claustrophobic kind of sound. That when you're walking yeah. around, it's like hollow and and it it feels desolate and lonely.
1: Like the sound design itself, like the sound effects are top notch, right? Mm-hmm. Every every orifice you shove your fingers <laughs> into, every gun squish this, and click, like it this all is feels this moist, suitable. squishiest game I think I've ever listened. To. I mean, that's corn, right? <laughs> it's it's that gross yeah. aesthetic, and they go all for it, and it's great there. But just the lack of music, I felt, was a little bit disappointing.
2: I don't know. I but, I, I think it surrounded me quite well playing it the way i did i I don't want to maybe it could have been my fault for not having the music up loud enough because it was loud enough in my headphones that i could hear it but i also have haptic in here so if i turn it up too loud it makes my my earbud shake so sometimes i gotta (laughs) turn it down and i think it's louder than it actually is so that that could have been my fault for not giving you more of the surroundings
0: i did think the music i heard was actually very pretty it it does have music you just it's it's so immersive in everything else that you just maybe don't notice it so much
2: yeah i think i think the surroundings take away from a lot of the extra stuff because it is so visually appealing for me maybe not for everybody but word i would use uh, there's a lot of (laughs) well there. It's visually stimulating. How's that? Is that better? Sure. Stimulate? Sure. It stimulates there, something. There's
0: definitely a lot to notice and look at and see. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so small and, small details and... are hard to pick up on because you're so like in, immersed with the surroundings of what you're looking at. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how many times we were walking around. I was like, wow, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's cool looking. Wow, that's cool looking. Like I didn't have enough time to sit and go, oh, sound, music soundscape it's just the rest of the game was so I, I i would almost go as far as overwhelming with with the visuals on it because it's just so much to look at in the game
0: it is funny to watch you play the beginning because i did similar things where you know at first you're you're just so enamored by all these little details around the world around you mm-hmm. that you know you you stop and you like look at things like whoa and you're you know, you start seeing tentacles and you're like, where's that coming from? And then you're like, all right, where did it head? And you're like, okay, it's in that hole. It came from that hole. It's, it's not important, but you're like taking in the surroundings in such a way where you're literally moving the camera around and you can see what the thought process is, even with no volume. And I was doing the exact same thing.
2: You see, (laughs) you see things that are like, you see things that look like tendrils and you get closer to them and they're just, these creatures that are literally stacked on top of each other like as like a <laughs> right. tendril and you're like these are all separate pieces like what's going on oh and a parasite is ripping my guts out every 15 minutes <laughs> by the way also kind of distracting
1: yeah so that's a whole nother freaking story <laughs> out too yeah like the technology of this world is really interesting like it makes you it makes you wonder how this city was first created in the in the story i wish they explained more of the backstory in this game because the idea of this world if it wasn't so infested with whatever the hell it is if they could show you how this city was formed what's the order in the city was this was this a prosperous city in the beginning before this game took place was this a happy place (laughs) were those egg creatures pets or is it, it always been this grim and dark and terrible right
2: from what I am understanding in the case of the lore that I've... that there Now, there's like a 200-page art book that was released for Scorn that you can buy. And apparently, by reading this book or looking into this book, it gives you details that the game does not give you. So it's almost... I don't want to say it's necessary to have this thing to play this game because I have no idea what's going on. I still enjoyed it. But it'll help for those who are like, I'm interested in... things you just asked jake like what's this about and they said stuff like and don't quote me on this but they said to the things like we think that this place used to be a very prosperous town and there's different creatures in here that are on different class levels you know high class low class blue collar working working class all this other stuff and they think that when you're outside when you first arrive outside and you look around you and the there's like yellowish kind of clouds around here they think there was some kind of chemical war or something that that eliminated every creature and everybody and decimated the city and that's why it looks the way it looks and now everybody's just trying to survive and they're living within this religion that is you know the the rebirth of of everything so which gets more into details later on as we play through the game we get into spoiler spoiler territory we can talk more about what what they're trying to do but again this is all based on youtube stuff that i listened to some guy telling me when i was at work i was just trying to absorb as much so i can actually give some answers to what a lot of the things we saw went on and so i don't you know if somebody comes to me tomorrow and goes uh actually pushes glasses (laughs) up then you're probably right and I and I'll I'll bend the knee at that one but that those are the things that I've heard listening around YouTube
0: <clears throat> Yeah did you I I have to wonder cuz it opens with flashes of sort of two locations um and one of them that you first see before you even get to play the game is this gray structure that looked kind of clean did you ever see that again in the game
2: like where you start and you do the first puzzle before you no, go like, outside.
0: Like where you start outside before you take control of the game. Um, before you fall your down dude the hole, is sort of walking and then yeah. he falls down the hole at the cliffside.
2: Yeah, I don't think that I ever did, and if I did, it was it was so dirty and dusty that I didn't recognize it. It took me a minute that because when you get back inside from being outside, you are where the game started, and I went, "Oh, I know yeah. where all this stuff is." Okay, cool.
0: I gotta say, so do in terms of there. the world building. Mm. Yeah, I was just gonna say that a you si- do
1: end up there. The opening is you you fall down that hole. You're walking across a desert and you see the, the, the structure, and then you fall down uh-huh. the hole, and that's the beginning of the game. By the end of the game, where you end up in that game at the end is oh, that structure. That's, that's the citadel. journey from oh. the beginning that's to the, the end.
2: Citadel. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yes, okay. you do go there with the very intricate statues. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: Um, I I do want to say that this game reminds me a lot of uh, oh my goodness what is that called the the one that was eight bit it was like a Metroid spiritual successor
1: oh Axiom Verge
0: uh, yes hmm. Axiom Verge okay the yes. first Axiom Verge was very obtuse uh, didn't explain a lot and dropped you into this world that didn't make a whole lot of sense. And you're just yeah. left to explore it and sort of put things together on your own to try to understand it. And
1: if any I didn't other company... put
0: that together until we were talking here. But yeah, it's it's very Axiom Verge, but 3D and HR Geiger.
1: Like if any other game it's studio gross. did this game, there would be data pads and books littered across the level explaining backstory bits. Like if I a, yeah. or somebody did this game, that's what they would do. But this studio is like, nah no no story no lore nope. the story is the environment and the atmosphere
2: yeah and it it definitely and- is and it and it's to just decide what you want to decide on how it's how it's done it is it is the purest form of art in a video game that i think i have ever played myself and and i and i call it that because when i was done with everything i wasn't mad about any of the things that i would have normally been upset about not knowing what i'm doing not having a, a direction to go in, not having a plan or a reason I'm doing something, it didn't bother me, and I even told that to Jake. I was like, you know what? I'm not that mad about this. I just feel like I played a work Like I play. I feel like I play. I played a painting is what I played, and it's right. my way to deter or decipher it or de- or predicted however i feel like it 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 is the way it is and i and i kind of appreciated that almost to the point that i don't want to go listen to anybody's lore or read what the actual thing is because i think it's going to make it it might disappoint me because i'm like oh there are (laughs) reasons that things that happen i like i like to think in my head like oh i did all this because of this that's kind of neat
0: i i do think it's neat though like you said that they actually did build all the lore They just didn't give it to you in the game. And that's still kind of worth something in my head is even if they don't spell it out for the player, they had ideas behind why they did what they did. It wasn't just randomness and somewhere they actually explained their logic,
2: which is cool. Mm -hmm. A lot of it flowed and a lot of it wasn't, there wasn't any gaps where I was like, okay, I'm here and now I'm here. Why? But I think because there was no answer to the entire game, I didn't question anything I was doing. This is almost like playing, I don't know. It's been out a long time. There's a remake of it, so I'm just going to go ahead and spoil this one. But it's like Shadow of Colossus, where you you think you're doing all these things right, and you find out you're not doing anything right. You know? There was none of that. Like, even if I found out I was the bad guy at the end or some shit, I'd be like, huh, okay, well, that's fine. I'm cool with that. (laughs) If that's what it ends up being, then I guess all of that makes sense. So. And it's and it's short enough that I'm not like rolling my eyes like, OK, because I think that's what also the shortness of the game adds to that, because if you're playing something with no direction, no idea what you're doing, tons of puzzles, some of them harder than others, you know, and you're, you've are you been playing this for 10 hours, you're like, I'm done. I, I don't know where I'm yeah. going. I don't care anymore. Like I have no, nothing invested into this anymore. Sure. It's beautiful. Sure. It sounds great. Whatever. Sure. It's very Geiger-esque. That's awesome. But I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. So why am I going to keep going? So by the time I think it was the perfect length, I could have, I could have taken one or two more hours, honestly, of, of extra content into it. But I think anything beyond six to seven, if we start getting to the 10 range, you're going to burn people out because there's no, there's no drive making you, Keep pushing on, but towards the end, it almost felt like I'm just trying to live, man. That's all I'm trying. I'm just trying. (laughs) I feel like I'm going out. I just want to get my goddamn groceries and go home and make turkey for my weird, mouthless family because it's Thanksgiving here and this place (laughs) is insane and everyone's a freaking Power Man. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's out there trying to kick my ass because he wants the action figure too what's going on like that's that's how i felt like i just like woke (laughs) up to go to walmart you know and that's what it looks like up here so i was like oh you know everything's fleshy and mechanical how crazy hey look beef's on sale i'll buy that
0: (laughs) yeah it's oh man this was a heck of a game so you had sinistar and sinstress sort of tagging along for some of your experience i tagged along for a little bit jake tagged along for some of it um what <laughs> how, how did that affect you playing having people literally talking about what you were doing instead of seeing it in chat like you do when streaming i'm
2: curious or just honestly it just felt like what we do here except i was playing a game while i was doing it but we were <laughs> we were experiencing for the first time together right so yeah. they're like they're watching the tv show i am acting in the tv show or whatever and we're both surprised by the same things we're both getting spooked by things jumping out at me or, or hearing weird gargling noises and turning around and seeing a giant thing ram into me and kill me in one shot you know <laughs> or or both going hmm how do we solve this puzzle how do we rearrange all this stuff how do we make this work and um i thought i thought it was great i liked having you guys come along with me for the ride because then i didn't i don't know to experience this by yourself because i i think i played day two like completely solo. And I was like, man, kind of. I, I liked having you guys with me. I thought it was a. I thought it was a good time. This yeah,
0: definitely I, a water I did notice, game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did notice, like, when I was watching you play. At, at first, it gives you breathing room between what you're doing, just to sort of acclimate you to this world. But watching you play into the the end of your first session, um. I did notice that there was not really anything that felt like this is a good point to break. Yeah. It seemed we like talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And everything just kind of flows from one to the next. It's, you know, some games you'll play and you'll be like, oh, just one more, just one more, yeah. just yeah. one. This doesn't give you that just one more feel. It all feels like the same one.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's, there's like one location in that game that I, that I paused and it was the one that I stopped on day two that I felt was suitable for like, okay. This seems like a good kind of take a break spot. And it's because you get off a tram, right? You find this tram later on and it takes you across the world and you're looking at the world like in a bigger picture and you're heading to that clean citadel place that we were talking about earlier. And it, you get off the, you land and you get off the tram and you come outside and then the music swells up. And it's, you know, this really beautiful, like, oh, like discovery type kind of music that you're playing with a little bit of dread inside of it. Like there's this little bit of like, I'm it's beautiful, but I'm really uneasy for some reason. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, holy crap. And there's like statues about fertility and all the stuff that goes along with that around you. And I kind of took all that in and I went, you know what? This is a good spot to kind of call it. I think right Mm. here where well, we'll call it for the night and we'll keep going. But that first night, you and I, you and I, and Sinistar and Sinistress were playing it for that three three hours or so that we started it. I I was like, where do I end? Like, I want to I want to have a good branching point because I'm afraid if I stop anywhere, I'm going to get lost and not everything's going to look the same. With the Citadel, it was like everything changed. The scenery changed, the colors changed, the music changed. So there was some change. So when I came back into it, I was like, oh, that's right, Citadel. Okay, I know where we're going from here. But when I came yeah. back after playing with you guys by myself, I was like, what in the hell? Am I going the right way? <laughs> I don't know where I'm <laughs> supposed to go. Because there's no map. There's no map. There's no icon saying, boop, boop, over here, boop, boop. No. And it's just, Here's a doorway. I'm going to walk through it and hope to God nothing's over there. It wants to eat my face.
0: Yeah. the One of the only downsides I would say about this game is like when you're wandering the world, a lot of this stuff looks very homogenistic and so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to tell where you went, where you've where you came from, all that stuff. Uh I do remember particularly that puzzle we were talking about earlier with the Eggman. Um you know just trying to figure out which <laughs> which doorway to change the the railway onto. Mm-hmm. I could not for the life of me figure out what was the top of the room and the bottom of the room based on the camera that you like you know, you jump into that all seeing eye to adjust those things. And I could not find which one was which down on the ground. Right. And yeah. I could not navigate that room very well. I just kept doing circles in it because I was like, at least I know I'll find it. If I go this
2: way, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I found myself
1: it. constantly going left. You know, the, the rule, when you want to beat a maze, just go left, keep going left mm-hmm. and try and map it out in your head. Cause you're right. There's no map. There's no quest log. There's no blinking compass. So this is not Skyrim. And because everything is the same shade of black, brown, the entire game is shades of, of gray, brown, black. Like there's it's not some green. There's some green and red a little bit later. Yeah. A little a <laughs> little bit, but it's it looks so much the same. Like not in a bad way. Like that's the style they're going for, and I get it. But it makes it very difficult to kind of find your way in the maps. And it's it was yes. kind of hard for me to figure out where to go. And I can totally see this. If you don't beat this in, in one sitting, I could easily see myself getting confused and where to go.
2: Yeah. Yep. I definitely yeah. I, I mean it's <laughs> I, I don't know how I navigated through half of the stuff I did. I think I think it just was the rule of there's an opening, go for it. Like there's there's a whole section. There's a whole section that none of you guys watched with this this thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> I cannot describe and it's probably the scariest thing next to the cyborgs that we fought later on. That's in this game that, that you have, that's a, it's a puzzle that you have to get through this thing. And you got, and I got so turned around and lost, but I, I managed to find my way out of it somehow. But it's when you're down there, you're like, did I go that way? Have I been over here? I think I've been over here. What's this? Where did this come from? <laughs> Wait, I've been here. Like there was a lot of that. Cause you had to go, you literally had to zigzag through these tunnels essentially to get around to certain spots because this thing is blocking your path and you have to make a path open through this thing. And, (laughs) and if, and, and if you, there was a lot of times where I found the path I was supposed to go in first, but it wasn't open yet. So then I had to go find the key to unlock that path. And then I got lost. And of course you're getting surrounded by the weird ant-like creatures and the, squawky fathead chicken things and of course the big bulls that hit you and kill you in like one or two shots so you're thinking about all this stuff and trying to outrun these things because it is a survival horror game in the sense that you have very limited ammunition you can't just go duke nukem doom 64 on on any of these things you can't just go crazy and rip these things apart you have to be meticulous you have to think about your shots and you have to be careful and sometimes just outrunning something and closing a door behind you is gonna save your ass more than ripping off a couple shots on this thing. So not to say there's not opportunities. I don't I don't think I <laughs> ran out of ammo a ton to, a, to the point of where I can't get past this because I didn't think about it. But I had again, I had watched things before, I'd read about things before, and it specifically said, This is not a run and gun. This is not just shoot first, ask questions later game. This is a think about what you're doing. Be smart about your ammunition, be smart about your path, and you'll survive and you'll get through it. So having that and not thinking, oh, I'm gonna go in there and fucking tear through some asses with this thing, make some more fleshy holes appear, you know, <laughs> you're you can only do so much, right? So having that mindset, I think, to help and being prepared because I think initially I thought it was gonna be like, yo, pow pow, pow, pow pow. You know, let's go, let's go kill some aliens. And once I read and was like, oh, it's more of a puzzler. Okay, that's cool. Putting that in my my frame of reference made it a lot easier to swallow and 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 I you know when you expect that kind of thing and not when you go in, if you were to play Doom and it turned out to
1: be like this, you'd be like, Doom is dumb.
2: Like, this is <laughs> well, this is not I what I say, bought. Yeah.
1: That's what I wanted to ask about was a combat because like this game has been pretty polarizing when it came out, uh, in terms of reviews. Some some outlets are giving it, you know, three out of ten, two out of ten, saying it's trash. Others saying 8 out of ten, nine out of 10, right? And I think a lot of this, the expectation what people had of this game, and I don't think it's the publisher's fault or the developer's fault, but a lot of people saw the trailer and thought, oh, this is like Doom. Oh, this is probably like Painkiller. When I see this game, it reminds me a lot of Painkiller. When you first told us about a chart and it was coming to Game Pass, like, oh, it was like Painkiller, which is this gory shooter macabre, but it's like mostly a shooting game. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that's what this was. I'm not mad at I'm not upset that it's a puzzle game. I think that's really great that they took they took such a dark atmosphere and almost like mist and made it a puzzle game. But I know there there is combat in it. And I was curious how that holds up because when people play this game, there is some combat. And it's not like res I mean, it's like Resident Evil in terms of lack of ammunition, but it's more of an action combat like Doom, but there's just not a lot of it. Is that the way it is?
2: There's a lot of different creatures that crawl around that you can yeah. you can duck dodge dip and dive and dodge you know you you can get around everything i think there are only certain aspects where you have to fire a shot um and you were there for most of that jake when we were doing all of that stuff you have to do that to progress but as far as i know you can get away with most stuff without having to worry about that or having to having to shoot anything and there was i was always thinking in the forefront of my mind can i kill it with the with the cow killer as we like to call it or (laughs) can i get away from it and there are points where i was like nope i'm committed so then i pull out the pistol and i try and take a couple shots at it but it it felt more like get away from me rather than i'm gonna murder your family it was just more like (laughs) please stop following me here and there's actually points where you can walk down a hallway and whatever is chasing you will will duck into a cavern or or get or get away from you like it's not it's it's just living its life too essentially these things are also just out out and about but they don't like you so if they see you they come after you but if they don't see you they'll just be like hey look there's a hole in this wall over here i'm just crawling it and they and they disappear. And I I don't know how many times I've been like, okay, it's gone. Okay, cool. And then, you know, then run through. You know, (laughs) like I'm even holding my breath on the stream just because I don't want this thing to see me because I don't (laughs) want to waste my ammunition on it. You know, I got to hold on to it. The further I got, I think I got a little bit more less conservative with my ammo because I wanted to see what the weapons did and I wanted to Mm -hmm, see what kind of damage they do and, and if it was worth holding on to this stuff. And I found out that I probably could have been a little more liberal 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 with my ammo use if i chose to but right. i didn't know that at first and i was always i'm always paranoid i'm on the pack rat remember i'm the guy with 40 mega elixir's when i'm on the last boss and they're like <laughs> use them and you're like no i might get a special ending if i don't you know that kind of stuff so <laughs> yeah i was getting mad from using all the heals I, I told jake i was like i've never filled this thing entirely all the way to the brim and that upsets me because I don't feel like I'm playing this right if it's not all the way full. And it's it I did fine. We survived. We were good.
0: Well, this like it's a game that when you see the trailer and you see the art style, your brain is like, "Oh, like Alien." You know, and mm-hmm. Alien is even in the slower points of the Alien franchise. It's still there's action, there's gunfights, there's motion and movement and then hiding and then getting back to it, right? So that's when I first saw the trailer for this, that's kind of what I was expecting. So I I get the, you know, the expectation versus reality being different, Mm. but the game itself is really cool. And I do like that, you know, it may present like, you know, Doom or Alien or something like that, but it very much plays more like Silent Hill where more often than not, you just want to bail instead of face these things.
2: Yeah, and there was a lot of running. It <laughs> was a lot of running to see if we could find any hidey hole that we can duck down into and and just hunker down until things went away or quieted down.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a very different experience from most FPSs, especially when it is from first person perspective and you're getting guns and heels and all that. You're like, oh yeah, shoot everything, but no, it's run from most things, <laughs> kill what you need to solve the puzzle and move on. Yeah, and, and
2: it, it, I, I like the fact that even the arsenal you find, even when you got a gun upgrade, I still wasn't like, let's go to town! I was, was like, okay, cool. This might help me push further through. It never felt like, okay, I'm geared up to go, to go dance with these things. It was always, <laughs> okay, this might help me a little bit more further on, but... I was even told that you can miss that stuff. You can walk by all of that stuff and never sure. find it and then never be able to go back and get it. There's only one really? weapon that I know of that you get that that's at the very end that you're kind of stuck with. And you have to have it because you have to have that weapon to solve some of the puzzles towards the end. Um, and, of course, the first one you need because you got unlocked doors with it. But the other two, I was told you can space past and just walk right by and never get them and never know. That's uh. wild.
1: That's, cra- That's crazy. That's crazy. I the mean, it's the- neat. That it sucks. <laughs> that you could miss out on right. two weapons, because you have such <laughs> yeah. a limited arsenal to begin with, right? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. And
2: it, and, right. and I and I could see it too, because I walked by and I was I the first one. You guys were with me, and I was like, oh. Oh, look, we found something cool. Like, it wasn't like, hey, this thing's leading me into this room. Oh, there's a yeah. gun in here. Cool. It was I ducked into a room and was like, oh, what the hell is this? And I went and yeah, you were it. running
0: from like three things. Yeah. And then yeah, you was happened upon up a gun. By... Yeah.
2: And oh, you were like, God. all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there was a lot of things eating my face during that time. But I I wasn't ready for that. But, he, <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways to play this game. It's just like Jimmy said, solving the puzzles you can solve the puzzles in multiple different fashions. You can play this game in multiple different fashions if you want to.
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah, this is this is a really cool game. All right, we are, what, 50 minutes deep. I think we can approach spoilers now.
1: <laughs> yeah, because um, we have to talk about spoilers and the ending in particular and the leading up to the ending is something we got to talk about, so... I'll put, a, I'll put in the timestamps uh, for a few people watching this that there are spoilers at this point. But yeah, if you are interested in Scorn, it's only four or five hours long. It's on Game Pass. You should really give it a shot if you have Game Pass already. I think it's worth playing yeah. through. It may not be my jam, but I respect the direction they went with this. And like Trent yeah. said, it's very much an artistic interpretation. It's a f- interesting game. I'll say that it's interesting, and I think you should play it. So, if you are interested in playing this, please don't watch past this because we're going to spoil the hell out of this ending in this game. So, spoilers from this point on.
0: All right.
2: So, all right, we're spoiled. Yeah, we're ready I, to spoil. I'm ready to
0: spoil. Yeah, I I cannot spoil much on this because I didn't see a ton of the game. So I'm going to leave this part to Chard.
1: Do you want us get to day I, three?
2: <laughs> yeah, day three then. is where day three is where shit literally hits the fan yeah so i'll just i'll just go through the whole the whole kickaboodle so you get off the tram and you see the citadel and you're literally surrounded by men with giant members statues i'm not kidding you they are they are penile statues and you see you know pregnant creatures that are obviously they look like they're the females or whatever you put this one up okay we're just diving right into this thing so there's this whole puzzle (laughs) where you have to you have to get these, they look like pregnant entities on these tables and you have to get their their faces to burst open. I That's what they did. There's basically like essentially a flower like grows out of their face <laughs> and you have to use this juice to get that to happen. And when you first get into this room, there's an area that's got a, it's got a little cylinder and there's some red juice in it. Right. So you pull it out and then you find yourself going into this room and there's a, there's a machine here. And you put the cup in there, and it just sits there, and you don't know what to do next, right? So it opens up a door for you, and you go into this room, and there is something with... It's a cyborg. They call it a cyborg in the in the lore thing. But it's a guy with no arms and no legs, torso with a door that's wide open on its torso. It looks like Krang's body, essentially, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Its head is attached to, to some, some tubing... And it's hanging to the side. And it's just sitting there. And of course, I'm trying to avoid it. Next to that, there's a room with two very large, what look like vats in them, full of red stuff. So, you go and grab these vats, and you pick them up, and you realize, there's a face inside said vat. How bizarre, as OEM would say. And you take, (laughs) you take this that over to the machine thing and you plug it into the thing right so you take this heavy thing and you lift it inside and put it in krang's body and the machine starts kicking on and it's twitching and twerking and doing its shit and i'm like okay so then i walk around because i think maybe i opened up something no there ain't nothing open there's also a point where you can uh, you can step on a platform and it lowers a door and it lowers it back up, but there's no like access to it. And every time you step off the plate, it closes up. So I'm like, this is bizarre. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm running some I'm running some kind of human powered machine, but I don't know what it's doing. So the next best thing that I could think of is to attack it because I'm human, <laughs> I guess. So I take my cow cutter, my cow killer, or the No Country for Old or you know, No Country for Old Men swine killer thing. And I pop it in its little red face. What happens? The glass shatters, and this very small humanoid creature falls out of the thing. It looks like a it looks like a fetus. I'm not gonna it's lie. i sorry, YouTube. Yeah. That's, what, that's what it looks like. Apparently, as lore would have it, these things are highly intelligent creatures that designed cybernetics and all kinds of stuff. But they, when they didn't grow. Their brains stay. Their brains grew, but their bodies didn't. So these things are super intelligent creatures. Again, don't don't at me. I don't know. <laughs> so well, actually, <laughs> actually, yeah. So so this thing falls on the ground. This limp, dead, bloody thing falls on the ground, <laughs> and you do what any self-respecting human being would do. You pick it up and you carry it. <laughs> you carry it. You he carry it got. into the room. <laughs> God, it's very effective. You take this thing, this fetus, into this room. I don't want to call it a fetus because I don't want to get docked on <laughs> on YouTube. So it's a it's a very small humanoid creature, and you put you put it in this machine, and you you load it up in the machine, and you press the button, and the door closes on this fetus, and it's you know googly eyed looking at you, and a press comes down and crushes it. <laughs> And all, the juice, and all the juice from this thing <laughs> fills up in your cylinder that you picked up earlier. And you take it and you go back in the other room and you plug it in and it makes the flower bloom on one of the what looks like pregnant entities. There's a second one, though. You need to do the same thing. So you go back in. You grab the juice head. But this time, this thing delivered a robotic body that has spindly legs a freaking cannon on one arm and a very long reach claw arm. You put it in there. This thing comes to life. It don't like what it did to its friend. And it wants you dead. So you're, you have to fight this thing. And we were trying to figure out how to fight this thing. Jake was watching the whole fight. I was dancing and ducking and weaving. And eventually we figured it out. I think it only died once to it, trying to solve the mystery of it. And then you do the same thing, rinse, rinse, wash, repeat. Well, now it only fills up half the jar, so you have to figure out how to get to the other side of the gate that's locked up. And you take his rocket launcher that you get, this is the one weapon that you have to have, and you fire it over, like you fire a volley into the next room, blows up half the room, knocks something out, and it opens another door. So you can go in and get the last red, red red-headed dude, sorry, gingers, (laughs) and put it in this thing's body and do this fight all over again but because you have the rocket launcher you basically shoot it into this thing's back cavity where it has all of its rockets and shit and you destroy it in one shot because it just fucking blows up and kills everything then you take that juice you do the same thing you squish the body and mind you it's got like when it squishes the body the eyes get like real big and whatnot it's really terrifying
1: (laughs) as you say would you say that Scorn doesn't give you lemons, but when he gives you fetuses, you make lemonade?
2: You do make fetus aid with it. Fetus yes, aid, yeah. you do. Lemonade with that. Yeah, Cherry, it's... limeade. It's rough.
0: Oh, we're so canceled for this.
2: We are absolutely canceled <laughs> for this, but we didn't make this game. We just played it. We're just trying to so describe it. To the yeah. So many bees pressed. So after you do all this thing and then... <laughs> Should I just tell the ending? Because that's basically it's Yeah, basically I mean, you don't have to walk game. through every yeah. everything
1: up to it. But the ending sequence we can talk about. That's that was pretty interesting. Like when you got to the end,
2: I did watch that. And it was
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I basically, was super confused. You get on this operate like once you've done all this stuff, you're you're you've got this parasite, by the way, that you get earlier on in the game. The parasites literally trying to kill you throughout this entire game. It's ripping your guts out every every 20 to 30 minutes. It stops. It's all scripted. And it's trying to overtake you. So you have to, like, rip its tendrils off of you so you can still have access to your hands and a bunch of stuff like that. And then you you eventually can rip it off of you and move on to the next thing. But, you know, that's obviously, you know, maybe here hair there. So you limp your ass up into what's some kind of, like, vertical surgical table. This weird statue rips you apart, and it attaches your brain to, like, a tendril Teddy. that attaches to, like, a hive mind. Type yeah, thing. like an
0: avatar, tree of knowledge, hive mind type of yeah. deal.
2: Exactly, 100%. and it and it transfers <laughs> your consciousness into one of the statues that you had the flower face open up. You can take the statue, the statue, or the the thing comes over as you. You pick up your dead body, and you're trying to walk to this gate to leave. Well, as you're walking, you start slowing down, and it turns out like my Wi-Fi, you can only go so far in this consciousness. Of this thing before it disconnects <laughs> itself, and then you are rushed back into your brad, your battered, broken, multiply stabbed body, which <laughs> I still stabbed. don't understand what that shit's all about.
1: I can explain that. And I, can explain I have that. a theory. Hit, hit hit me. Yeah, like the whole me, idea please. with this is that it's it's like a ritual, right? The the carving your body, uploading your consciousness—that seems to me to be a ritual, and the stab yeah. of your corpse is just ritual motions as it's trying to bring your body out of this temple. That's what I think that sequence means.
2: I think you're right. There was, again, there was a whole thing of the lore where they were talking about, like, the doctor is supposed to be some kind of deity, like this creature. The statue is like a deity of what, like, their doctors or whatever would be. And they've been working on this higher technology to transfer their consciousness so that they can survive outside of their physical form. But, like Wi-Fi, it only goes so far. So, So, you go outside, you're... Your old body, your new body breaks down because it's now no longer connected to the thing. You come back to life in your battered, broken body. The thing drops you. You start to crawl towards what looks like a gate, like freedom. It it looks like heaven, like you're essentially trying to ascend into the next life or whatever. And the parasite finds you and says, fuck your dreams. And then engulfs you once again and basically rips you apart. Tears into you as it's been doing the entire time, um, and then makes you its own thing, and then you turn into a work of art at the end, and you look like a fucked up Pokemon at the end of the game. <laughs> you Not look you like a fleshy statue, no, yeah. no, it's, it's very,
0: I guess it could be like a Wobbuffet,
2: maybe. <laughs> it's a trip, man, it's an absolute trip. The ending was very disappointing, which is why we were all like, there's got to be multiple endings to this. I had to have fuck something up. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That's that is how it is. And I guess this is very Geiger-esque. This is very uh, Polish artist whose name I will absolutely butcher trying to say-esque. This is their thing. And, you know, it looks to me, and again, from the lore that I read, that that parasite has the other protagonists from other versions of this life within its body. So the faces you see on its back are the same protagonists that tried to get through what you, the gauntlet you just went through that it possessed. And you're like, essentially the last one it needed to like turn into whatever it turned into. I think <laughs> the, from my understanding Absolutely was,
1: crazy. is the very beginning of the game, that first sequence, that's one protagonist He dies and that becomes the parasite. And then for the rest of the game, you're a second protagonist because they explain that. uh, And when I was looking through IGN stuff on this, they explain how you have to get the key and stuff again with your second protagonist. So that's the first, the parasite is the first protagonist from the very beginning of the game. That's what it was. And that's the cycle. You're right. The protagonists are trying to get to this temple, complete the ritual and get through that gate but they keep Mm -hmm. dying and this parasite is kind of like, uh, is it taking revenge on the one who could succeed? I don't, I don't know. They don't really give you a happy ending with this. And we're so used to like American media, especially movies and TV shows. There being a happy (laughs) ending of some kind, maybe not. or Yeah.
0: You know, not even, not even just a happy ending, but an ending that lets you understand what just happened.
1: Yeah. yeah, this
2: this this left me with None more questions than answers. But <laughs> yes. even even so, I was still kind of like, "This is great." I liked it. I you know I'd still give it a seven out of ten. It's not like game of the year or anything cra- crazy like right. that. But I think it lived up to what expectations I had for it, and it was challenging, which I appreciated. And I liked I liked being immersed in a world that I had I did not understand, and I was just trying to get wherever i needed to go and i even liked the fact that it didn't let me get there like <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know it's because we played madison and outlast and all these other games that don't exactly have the happiest endings either that it was just more on the plate of like oh okay cool <laughs> this happened again <laughs> you know it's it's very it's just art i just felt like i played a painted canvas and and when i was done with it i went that's befitting that, that seems befitting to me how that ended
1: you know it, it shares two things in common with two games that are probably up for up for maybe game of the year for myself and that's Elden Ring and tunic when i beat both of those games one of the first things i did after getting the ending was go to the wiki and look up lore and bits of story bits and try to understand some stuff i did i had questions about in the game <laughs> difference of course is Scorn has no answers there is no deep wiki there is no lore there's nothing there it just, it just stands on its own, and it makes you think about what you just experienced. And it is an mm-hmm. experience. Like Again, you're right. It's not a 10 out of 10 game, but it's not a bad game. It's, it's no. certainly a puzzling, intriguing, interesting piece of art, and that's pretty rare in gaming these days. They call something, no, this is absolutely art. Whether you like mm-hmm. it or not, it's something you try and puzzle out in your brain what you think it is or how you interpret it. And the whole sequence of the ending... You can interpret that in many different ways. And I think because there is no canonical ending, there's no Scorn 2 coming out, from what I understand. This stands on its own, and how you interpret it is your version and your interpretation, and nobody can tell you that you're wrong. Because there is no right answer to the ending of this game.
2: And I think I appreciate that. And I think if they were like, yeah, Scorn 2 coming out, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, no, just leave it alone. Or Scorn the prequel, Scorn Hub, the beginning i don't know i i just don't touch it i i think it's it needs to be what it is and it and it works great in my opinion so i leave leave it alone leave it alone don't touch this leave this alone <laughs> i know it's yeah. only like a week old but don't don't think of remasters on this please it's fine no, I, like
1: it. no. I don't think i don't think they would do anything like that i'm really curious though to see what this studio does going forward um this is it's a serbian studio it's their first game it's for a first game. I think they did a couple Kickstarters to get funding for this game. So they're very much an indie studio. This is pretty amazing for a first uh, game. And I'm yeah. really fascinated yeah. to see what they do next. And I hope mm-hmm. it's something completely different. I, you're right. I don't want it tied to Scorn. I don't want the same universe. Maybe a similar horror style, sure. But it has to be something standalone and different than this. And I'm definitely interested in seeing what they do. Because this game is definitely interesting. Agreed. agree.
2: Yeah, so try it. I, I again. It's it. on, it's on game pass. <laughs> give it a shot. Just yeah. it's free. If you have game pass, just give it a whirl. And, and when it's not the gun running gun that you thought it was just keep going, keep giving it a shot. What, look at the environments, get lost in the, in the art design. Cause that's what it is. You're, you're looking at artwork. You're, you're not there to play the game and, and and get into the story and, and see the super in-depth story about all these weird things. You're just there to watch and look at art while you're while you're trying not to get eaten by weird ant creatures that look like fat chicken heads. <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. creatures are weird, man. They're fucking weird. And everything's fleshy. So make sure you have consent before you use an elevator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, if if you don't like looking at many orifices everywhere yeah, right. or you know fleshy bloody stuff all around you this might not be your game
2: Tryphophobia. if you okay with that or you're into Tryphophobia that Tripophobia is a thing yeah this it's very yeah. there's a lot of sequenced holes put together if you, in patterns say if
1: your new iPhone really squicks you up. out with the, the asymmetrical camera lenses then this game will probably <laughs> creep you the do hell not out play this sure. game do not play yeah. this game
2: perfect <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say about this or? No, I I just give it a shot. Just give it, give it a try and and play through it and go with the understanding. It's like Napoleon dynamite. There's no point. There's no point to the movie being made, but it's still funny and it's still good. Don't look, (laughs) don't look for a reason. It's there. Just accept that it exists and that you're playing it and that you are fine with it being there. That's, that's all you got to do.
0: Sometimes face value is enough.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
2: all righty uh
0: well this has been press b to cancel we've been talking about scorn uh chart is there anything you've got coming up or going on that you'd like to mention
2: uh we're doing a nemesis my team nemesis is going to be doing a a scary game uh thing tomorrow around 4 p.m pacific 7 p.m eastern uh we're going to get together and play devour with uh some of their team and some of my team um and spook ourselves and have a good time so that'll be fun and then uh i got a charity event next weekend for bud cave tv uh we're going to be doing it for uh, an animal shelter uh next sunday which is the day before halloween so we'll probably be dressed up that weekend or doing something goofy uh so come and check that out otherwise you know where to find me twitch youtube here with my friends um and i'm trying to do some more video content and do some cool stuff with my video production so keep your eye out for that kind of stuff too
0: Right on. And Jake, how about yourself?
1: Yeah, I recently was a guest on the the Retro Wars podcast. I think the episode comes out next week or so. And um, basically he's a, another retro game podcast, you know, uh, just like us. And you discuss a lot of a lot of uh, games that are new to him. So I was on there talking about Shate. So I'll be sure to tweet that out later on when it comes out. Otherwise, you can find me on YouTube, search for Sick Jake, uh, or on Twitter, S I C J A K E. I can't wait All to right.
2: hear that. I'm excited to hear that episode. And
0: uh, hopefully I'll have some time to actually start doing these videos I've talked about doing for my channel and for Press B. Uh, I've, I've been trying to hammer out some ideas for this, so uh, you might see more videos hitting the Press B channel than you have been for a while, because we're probably going to start getting some gameplay up there as well. Um, I, I have plans, too. I think Chard has plans, too. Uh, The other guys may or may not. I don't want to assume anybody is or shoehorn them into feeling like they have to, but uh, just (laughs) you listening,
2: guys. Get on the train!
0: <laughs> your your notification bell might ring a couple more times than usual going forward.
1: <laughs> um, I will link to Chard's gameplay of Scorn. Uh, we used it in the, the YouTube version of this video, so those who are listening to the audio, I've been playing Chard's gameplay throughout the episode, and I will link that at the end of this video and as well in the description.
0: Thank Give you. it a watch. It's definitely fun. I, I will probably go back and finish watching everything I didn't because I'm really curious to see how this game got to where it got. <laughs> Anyway, it's only,
2: uh, it's only five hours and three videos, so
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find us at pressbeatacancel dot com. You can find the links to our Discord, uh, our Twitter. You know, if you want to reach out to us anyway, you definitely can. Uh, we love hearing from the community and the audience. Um, yeah,
2: talk to us, please. We love to we love to chat with you guys.
0: Yes. I'd uh suggest ideas. Tell us how we yeah. were yeah. yeah. Tell us how we were wrong or right about whatever we talked about.
2: Actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, just just don't do that actually and you're fine.
2: <laughs> I'm the only one without and, uh, glasses and I'm pushing I'm pushing them up right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely
0: uh hit if you enjoyed what you heard from us, hit that like button if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, If whatever other service you're on has a button to like or subscribe to us, please, please do. Uh, It all helps and we will we definitely appreciate it. Uh, Anyway, thank you all for listening. This has been Press B to cancel.
2: (laughs) It's literally
1: what it sounds like.